today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Tech Talk. It's uh, Friday. It's uh, 11.37 now. Uh, Tech Talk uh, with our good friend Adam Oldfield, the president and CEO of FPM and FPM3 Marketing, is here. Uh, are you out of breath? <laughs> I don't move too much. You're late, You're late, Mr. Oldfield. I, I, did you check into the office and get a late slip? I did, and I'll tell you, I was like, clear the way, move out of the way. I had all the robotics and technology making paths for me, but... Anyway, I apologize. Yes, I... Uh, I thought, that's just what I was saying to my producer, Jacob Smith, there. I said, for this, all this tech stuff, he doesn't have GPS. <laughs> you know what? And I was, I was looking at my watch, and I have a timer on it, and for the first time, my smartwatch... I guess it malfunctioned because I get a little notice to say it's time for Tech Talk. And uh, anyway, it didn't go off today. So I was like, what? And I, I'm in another meeting. I'm in the middle of dealing with something. Someone's like, don't you have to be on the radio? Here I am, folks. I made it. I'm, I'm here live. <laughs> I did record timing with the speed limit, by the way, in Hamilton. So thank you to my wife, Michelle. She actually was my escort here today. Thank you, Michelle. There you go. That's good. Uh, the hidden cost of free shipping. Yeah. You know what? I think what I wanted to bring up is we're talking about how uh, the e-commerce world, it's uh, saving money and carbon-free. We're going to remove cars. The reality is we're using more carbon-based delivery costs. I mean, if anyone wants to get on climate change right now, you might want to jump on Amazon and Walmart. The trucks, the idling, the 7 million cars is what it's valued to be produced with all the deliveries that are being done right now. And so with that, I think we're not going to see the benefit of all of this online shopping when we're looking at all of us going to the mall or going to the uh, the retail outlets. This is something that I think is really an issue, and no one's bringing it up. Until we see electric trucks, drone deliveries, we're going to continuously have an issue when it comes to carbon and climate change using technology and e-commerce. That's how the two connect. So I'm not hearing enough of that, and I think it's something that really needs to be brought up. Well, you did mention on the program, though, a couple of weeks ago about Elon Musk and his, his, uh, his electric trucks. Yes. Uh, we still remember that from a few months ago, the big that's rollout right. there with it, with him with an 18-wheeler there. Yeah. And, and you were telling us that that's actually advancing technology. That's not just a, something we'd like to do someday. That, that's imminent, isn't it? It is. It, it, and it's coming quickly, but it's not here yet. And I think here's what's happening. The purchases of online and shipping is increasing exponentially to the amount of cars coming off the road and the amount of carbon that's being created. I mean, I, I feel like this is an environmental segment. Well, um, it's all related. We're talking about... As we think we're creating or removing a lot of, well, I don't use my car, I'm not using a lot of gas, all these delivery trucks, they are, uh, they basically did research and it was an annual emissions of up to 7 million cars running at one time. That's a lot of cars. Yeah. And that's just delivery trucks because these delivery trucks aren't at that efficient fuel burning climate carbon neutral unit, this is a serious issue. So keep that in mind next time you're doing your Amazon purchases or Black Friday. It's Prime Day this past week. That was why I brought it up. Was a, I'm like, Amazon's Prime Day, free delivery. And I'm thinking, how much real benefit is it to have Amazon deliver? It's convenient. It's simple. But we're not really doing much for the environment or removing vehicles from the roads by doing this. Well, yeah, there's, there's going to be a gap there. And that's going to be unfortunate. Uh, let's talk robotics here. Uh, this is uh, a Boston company called Real-Time Robotics. Well, we've been talking about robotics being the future of how technology and interactive, uh, you know, uh, well, you look at a robot in any given day. Look at the Terminator. You know, when you look at Skynet and they're like, you know, they're just machines and they're on, you know, programmed to kill with 
whatever the things are. One of the elements that just got enhanced was a 3D sensor for these robotic, uh, I would say future robots, uh, to have feelings. And, you know, we say that, you know, robots don't have feelings. They're just machines. They are what you program. Anyway, this company has come up with a 3D sensor. And what it does is it be it, it gives the technology to be um, uh, to give the sense of emotion f- for the sake of compassion, for argument's sake. So yeah. uh, as an example, uh, you get mad at an autonomous car because it cuts you off or you didn't pay attention and you start screaming at it going, what the heck do you think you're doing? Um, if there is a robotic element it would reply with, I'm sorry. Um, you know, re- recognizing emotions is basically what the sensor does. So this technology will be critical to interact with it in the case of understanding safety reasons or compassion of, oh, someone cut themselves. The robot robot would understand that they're in pain and it requires attention and what pain sensors are they currently going through. So it's, it's the step of where robotics are going to have some love. I guess you can hug a robot and feel like you got a buddy coming up pretty soon and they're going to understand what a what the feeling of a hug would be so this is the advanced technology of where we're going to see robotics with emotions coming up soon that, this is old technology though come on well, the, the, ro- the robot <laughs> the robot in lost in space had that uh, <laughs> well in in theory and as we've seen in all these movies i mean this is now coming to yeah. reality i mean you look at uh, uh, the star trek uh, android i can't remember his name but he was very had no emotion and that was what was that that was like a, 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 a the Star Trek world had this whole vision of what the future would be. Emotion was not one of them in robotics. So this is actually something that we can look at and think that this is uh, uh, now coming to fruition. And I think it's very important for a lot of the reasons that we see. They're going to be more interactive in our lives. Well, even the the, the, the computer, not the robot, yeah. but the computer in two thousand one Space Odyssey, how. Yeah, uh, no, it, <laughs> well, it, it, it it's had some sort. Of, it was kind of freaky. That's it was an one, emotional, scary, creepy yeah, red dot was. that basically still is the best. You it know was. what are you doing, Dave? Yeah, the, <laughs> the worst nightmare of anyone's. Yeah. And it read your lips, and then it was starting to think it was uh, having a, a little. Yeah, anyway, we'll it get was, into the whole kind of freaky. It, it is completely. Listen, I heard this story earlier this week about yeah. uh, what's going on at the University of Arkansas Medical School. This yeah. is this is incredible stuff. This is amazing, and I, I think what excites me is that we talk about technology, and we you know if. You you know, emissions and Amazons and everything else, this laser beam is actually been proven to remove uh, the cancerous cells in melanoma before it actually can spread. Now, we know that melanoma caught early is capable of being prevented. In this case, though, if it is past that point where melanoma gets into the blood cells and it actually starts to spread, it it, uh, it increases uh, uh, the chances of, obviously, a lot of issues. This laser beam that's been actually uh, proven can now go into the system itself and kill the cancerous cells even when it's past the the dangerous early stages. So melanoma is very dangerous if not caught. And as such, this is a big, big milestone when it comes to cancer uh, therapy, when it comes to, well, with technology, so to speak. Absolutely. And uh, and obviously going to have an impact on, could be, anyway, millions yeah. of people. Uh, I this I, I saw the video, the YouTube on this the other day. <laughs> this, this You've always talked in this program about the yeah. good, the bad, and the ugly of yeah. Google, Google Maps. Well, this one goes under the ugly category. I, I think I'm going to give it a fresh category, Bill. I'm going to give it the stupid category because, <laughs> honestly, I mean, I saw this, and Google's comment clearly was, we are not driving the vehicle. We are a guidance system. It, it's kind of like, I'm going to give you some advice. Jump off the bridge and don't wear any kind of safety gear. It's, it's just a suggestion. <laughs> it doesn't mean you do it. Well, people... Uh, and this is what really blew my mind. Maybe one, two, three, four, 
A hundred cars follow Google Maps detour instructions in Denver. And the instructions were to say, take side road E64 and, and follow to, to go around. Well, this road was nothing but a mud path or a tractor path between a farm field. And it rained, obviously, a few days before. A hundred cars couldn't turn around and ended up in a mud ditch. And so I just had to think, if I was car number 70, I think I might be like, this doesn't look like the right path. And <laughs> what's the first 69 cars doing in the ditch? Maybe I'll follow them. This just proves humans are sheep and we need to really start focusing on our intelligence. Did nobody look out the windshield? Well, this is what, I, again, I, I, I sort of just shook my head. And, you know, I, I laughed and I was thinking perplexed, like, this is un- unbelievable. However, I have to share this story. Uh, Michelle and I, a few years ago, we got this RV. We went out east, and I'm using the GPS, thing, and I didn't know where I was. And I have to admit, okay, so maybe there's some le- uh, some legitimacy to this. As we're driving the RV, I see this road. Take King Road, it said. And we're out in, uh, uh, where were we? We were out in, in, in New Brunswick, and I ended up turning down King Road, and it was a dirt road. I'm like, well, I'm in New Brunswick. Everything's dirt roads. And as I'm going, the road's getting thinner and thinner and thinner <laughs> to the point where we're driving over two by fours over creeks. And I, I turned to Michelle and I said, I think we're on the wrong. And it said 57 more kilometers. I finally managed to find a cornfield that I could turn the, my <laughs> RV around. And I, and she's encouraging me, keep going. It's all right. G- the GPS says we're good. <laughs> Anyway, I I, I actually sympathize (laughs) a little bit with everyone that followed Google Maps because we were, and as we came back, I realized there was a little sign in the woods that said ATV trail, and Google forgot to put that in their Google Map message. So as much as I mock them, I'm one of them, so I I speak as an idiot as well. So (laughs) don't feel I'm just coming down on everyone. I'm just as dumb. Well, look out the window once in a while. (laughs) I mean, you know, if you're just going to listen to the instructions and not just, well, it says to go this way. Well, the two by fours on the creek basically told that, me that, this that is not was, a through that, yeah. that was a giveaway. Yeah. I mean, it kind of reminded me of Barton Street when they're in the middle of repairs, but yeah. I'm like, this is, even they use steel bl- uh, blocks. Uh, iPad and iPhone. Um, this is a rather interesting thing. And as you mentioned, uh, Steve Jobs is going to go ballistic. Well, he's he long gone, but it, this, this is not the vision he had. This is, is Steve's pissed. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. If Steve Jobs is just, uh, I'm mad for him because I could pull out every video where he was so proud of the iPhone and the iPad not having a stylus. He also, one of his opening speeches was, we have the best pointing tool ever, and it is our finger. And he was so adamant about how proud the iPhone and iPad will never have a mouse, a stylus. He's going to come back and haunt these guys. He is going to, I feel this is going to be his way of coming back and saying, that's it, I'm destroying your Apple future. Uh, anyway, what's the whole point we're getting at? You can now use a mouse. It's called mouse support. With the new upgraded operating system, you can use a mouse on your iPad and your iPhone. You just have to set this, go into your settings. You can. It's called mouse support, and you can now use your mouse. Why is because the desktop and laptop can use your, your iPad and your iPhone as an extra uh, video device. So you can move your mouse from computer to iPad. And I guarantee you 100% that Steve Jobs is going, this is not what I said. In fact, there's a statement that in his dying breath in the hospital, he had the next 20 years mapped out for Apple. That wasn't in the plan. I'm telling you that right now.
Uh, there is some good news from Apple, though. Well, you know, a lot of people are going to lose their job in Arizona with a company called Drive AI. Uh, in 2016, this company was valued at $200 million. Well, they basically filed for bankruptcy last week, and everyone was losing their jobs. Well, Apple went in and scooped up everyone associated, but this brings up two points. One, uh, Apple got a hell of a deal for this technology. Uh, two, Apple is going to be developing even more so the autonomous driving vehicle uh, under Titan, which is its code mm-hmm. name, hasn't come out yet, but uh, a lot of people were saved. But one of the things I really wanted to address in this is that I, I talked to a lot of small businesses and, and, you know, and the challenges of like, oh, I don't have a lot of money. I'm only making, you know, like, you know, I maybe worth 20000 maybe 10000 This little, uh, uh, little antidote for you guys is the fact that it doesn't matter how much money your company's worth or how much money you make. You could be $200 million two months ago and you could be bankrupt the next week. Size doesn't matter when it comes to small business. Uh, got a few minutes left here. What's going on with 5G? 5G, two things. First of all, uh, 5G is coming out and I want everyone to be very careful about you know getting excited about these 5G phones. We said, what is the next stage of this? I want to make it perfectly clear. When you're buying a 5G phone like the new Samsung S10 that came out, it's going to cost you a lot of money. It's about $1,500 Canadian, but 5G has different frequency range. So we talked about, well, what happens once we buy this phone? Like, we won't have to upgrade. Well, you are going to need to upgrade. Why? Because of the fact that the 5G network is going to require new upgrades of phones. These phones are not forward compatible. So S10 uh, Samsung is the first to come out. These 5G networks that are available by next year, as early as next year, you're going to have to upgrade your phone if you want to continue to use the faster 5G speeds. Now, that's the bad news. The good news in Canada is London has now been officiated as Rogers testing ground for 5G. So anyone in the London area, you are going to be the first Canadian pilot project to be able to utilize 5G, which makes perfect sense. It's isolated. It's big enough. They'll be able to work out the kinks when it comes to 5G in in Ontario, at least. Uh, I know we're (laughs) on take for time. Give me 30 or 40 seconds on this about the Cleveland Clinic, because this is groundbreaking, too. Yeah, medically uh, in Cleveland, they have actually managed to cure spina bifida, and which is like, uh, my mom used to treat uh, a lot of students in school with spina bifida, so uh, I have a little bit of an understanding of of exactly the the challenges of anyone that that has a a family member otherwise. So they usually can detect spina bifida early in the womb, and what this new Cleveland Clinic has discovered is while the baby's in the room, womb and still developing, they can now perform a surgery that will correct the spina bifida while it's in the rooms or in the womb. So while it's being uh, growing and it's developing, they can deter- they d- detect it could have uh, spina bifida. This is available in the United, in the United States. Um, and what's going to happen is they can go in, perform a surgery, and as the baby's developing before birth, they can cure spina bifida in the child. Incredible stuff. Uh, Tech Talk, we do this every Friday at 1135, brought to you by... Vacuum Man, Furnace, and Duck Cleaning. Have a great Canada Day weekend. You too. We'll Thanks, see you Bill. back here next week. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.